The Selfish Path to Romance. Download Chapter 1 for free at drkenner.com. What happens if your son comes home, 15-year-old son comes home and says, Mom, can I see a shrink? So here's a question from Jeanette. Hi, Dr. Kenner. My 15-year-old son, Brian, asked me if he could see a psychologist for his anger. He said, I get so angry so quick. I think I have a mood problem, Mom. He's an excellent, well-rounded child who's been in the gifted program since first grade. He plays football, basketball, and track, and he seems happy 95% of the time. He almost no problems with this kid, but he does get agitated easily, and when I ask him, he never talks with me about his feelings or about anything. So I, I told him... Uh, you know, if you see a psychologist, they will want you to talk about your feelings. And he tells me, Mom, I don't have feelings. And I responded, what do you think anger is, Brian? So my questions are, will bringing him to a psychologist make him think he's crazy? And the second question, why does why does he not want to talk to me um, or express feelings, Jeanette? Jeanette, it is so impressive that your very bright, uh, well-rounded 15-year-old is aware that he has a problem and is asking for help. Usually it's the parents that drag the kids into therapy, so I think it's phenomenal that he's asking for help, and it sounds like he might be studying something in school cause, or maybe Googling things, because for him to come up with uh, with the idea that he has a mood problem when he says he doesn't have any feelings, just anger, is great for, is great that... Um, it's great that he's seeking advice, and it sounds like he does have some initial knowledge. You don't want him to have wrong knowledge. I think if he went to a cognitive therapist, it would never hurt him. He might find that he's absolutely normal and that it's wonderful, and he might learn some great skills to express feelings, You know, that meaning normal, that he just doesn't have the knowledge about feelings. Uh, he might find that he does is quite repressed that's what we call it when we bottle up feelings you know your head is about to explode but you know I'm a good person I don't say anything I don't tell her what I'm thinking I don't let people know how sad I'm feeling I just put on that frozen smile that I have practiced for so long we call that repression and repression has a funny effect on any of us when we repress the negative feelings and understandably for many of us we've been through trauma we've been hurt we've been abused or we've maybe you went through a, a huge betrayal by a friend or a partner we just just mentioned affairs and we say to ourselves I don't ever want to feel that depth of pain again, please. I don't want to feel it. And our subconscious listens to us and says, Hey, I got to interrupt this because we've got to pay some bills. 30 seconds, that's it. A very quick ad and then Alan will be back. Romance. I wish I knew more about what girls want from a relationship. Boy, I wish I knew more about what I want. Where's that ad I saw? Here it is. The Selfish Path to Romance, a serious romance guidebook. Download Chapter 1 for free at SelfishRomance.com and buy it at Amazon.com. Huh. The Selfish Path to Romance. That is interesting. I don't ever want to feel that depth of pain again, please. I don't want to feel it. And our subconscious listens to us and says, Okay, honey, you won't feel again. But that's not what I said. I said, I don't want to feel that pain, the, the negatives. Well, when you lop off your feelings, you lop off your feelings. Your mind doesn't isn't able to just cordon off 
negative feelings, it, call, it cordons off your response to all your values. So if your son can learn to do the detective work, when he gets, he, he can ask himself questions with a therapist, when do I get angry? Who is around me? What type of a situation provokes it? When don't I get angry? What are my strengths? Any good therapist will help him focus on his strengths that he already has too. Um, and anger is the emotion that said this things are not fair. And of course, as a parent, you're wondering, what's not fair with my kid? Uh, are, is he being teased at school? You just go into the guesswork. He knows what's not fair, but he doesn't know how to express it. Now, let's go to the other part of this. Why doesn't he talk to you? Um, kids can clam up for many reasons. And one of the big questions that I would ask is, in your family atmosphere environment, can you have your feelings? Is it safe or not for a kid to get angry, for a kid to feel sad or not? Sometimes a parent might say, um, oh, don't say you're angry with your sister. She's a good kid, so they can deny our feelings. Sometimes a parent can say, make fun of us. Oh, what a crybaby you are for when you're feeling sad, rather than saying, you look real sad, hon, what's up? Sometimes a parent can yell at us for having feelings. Shut up, you brat. You don't know what you're talking about, or no son of mine will ever cry. So it, it makes us afraid to have our feelings. And sometimes a parent can be smothering, over-involved, and so we don't want to share our p feelings. If we say, I'm sad, a parent may say to you, oh, you poor, poor, poor thing. I, I know you weren't invited to the movie with your friends. Here, dear, dear, let me call them. And oh, man, I'm not going to share my feelings with her anymore. So you need to know the wonderful, liberating effect of understanding feelings, how to express them, how to deal with people who are feeling uh, feeling crushers in your family. And you can look at your whole family. Is it safe to have feelings or not? And maybe a piece of your son's therapy might involve family therapy. There are many times when I've brought parents in to learn the same skills that I'm teaching this, the kids. Why not? It's wonderful to uh, be, feel liberated in the area of feelings. For more Dr. Kenner podcast, go to drkenner.com and please listen to this ad. Here's an excerpt from The Selfish Path to Romance, the Serious Romance Guidebook by clinical psychologist Dr. Ellen Kenner and co-author Dr. Edwin Locke. Some seemingly innocuous habits can be a real source of annoyance to a partner, such as leaving the toilet seat up, ignoring crumbs on the floor, throwing dirty clothes about, or driving recklessly. Both partners have to decide how dangerous or important negative habits are, and they should make a serious effort to change those that are a real source of friction. Bad habits can be changed more easily than bad personality traits, such as impoliteness or tact because although habits function automatically, they are more limited in scope than traits. Changing habits, however, still requires a deliberate conscious focus. You can download Chapter 1 for free by going to drkenner.com and you can buy The Selfish Path to Romance at amazon.com.